What is up? We are 26 minutes late, but that's part of our new normal, isn't it? Live from the Cat House in Montebello, California, this is Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. You will have to forgive me today. My energy levels are at an all-time low. I am exhausted. And I have no idea what I'm doing right now. Oh, what is up? I, I, I'm not even sure the microphone is picking me up properly. Uh, where is the gain? Where is the gain? Is this the gain? No, that's the playback speed. Well, I have one viewer, and it's currently my wife who is taking our little tiger out for a walk. Hi, wife. Because it is hot in the cat house today. So I presume we're probably not going to have much of a live audience today because I'm so incredibly late. I'm sure everyone was expecting to be on somewhere between 8, 10, 8, 15. And when I did not show up, there's no audience. Ha ha. Ah, ha ha. So please chime in if you feel the pressing need to help. So uh, as far as this past weekend goes... If you lived in the Southern California area, it was, it was a very, very humid and hot weekend. Very hot. Uh, something that, that happened this past weekend. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to watch it myself. I, I haven't, I haven't fork, forked over my $15 to fight.tv. Uh, there was a, a couple of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, uh, Big LG, Doc Gallows. Your mom is an audience. Thank you, Lamar Harris. <laughs> Uh, a couple of the wrestlers who were fi unceremoniously fired by WWE, uh, apparently, literally within an hour of their their firing, they started putting together a bunch of crazy stuff. And what they did, they they did a pretty much an all comedy show this past Saturday. I I, I didn't get a chance to watch it because you know busy with baby, uh, but I I think I'm gonna uh, fork over the 15 bucks at some point in the next week or two so I can sit back and watch this crazy talking shopamania. It, it was trending on Twitter. It was trending as high as number three in the United States. On, on Saturday, and it, it, it apparently it was out of control. It was it was insane appearances by wrestlers from all sorts of different companies. They, they were they reached across the swath of, of of wrestling, and they had a bunch of dumbass shit. I, uh, a lot of the the Twitter commentary was this is the worst show ever. I've never had more fun. <laughs> uh, I I can't believe I watched this. I can't wait for the next one. It was just like the the even themselves. Uh, the Gallows Anderson were telling people you need to be watching this drunk. These crazy guys they have their own podcast called Talking Shop, and they are just out of control. Yeah, they had all sorts of uh, guest appearances by wrestlers, uh, other wrestlers who had been fired by WWE uh, 90 days ago. <laughs> they, they, they all showed up, and it was just uh, pure chaos. They, they made fun of WWE. They had a their their last match was in the boneyard match between Undertaker and AJ Styles. So they they had a boner yard match. Between uh, Chad Too Bad, which is Carl uh, uh, Anderson's alter ego, and uh, Sex Ferguson, which is uh, Gallows's alter ego, they had, they had a main event where they, they, there was a lot of a lot of inside jokes. If you're a if you're a big wrestling fan, it, it was quite entertaining. From everything I've read, I saw a lot of clips on Twitter. Uh, yeah, like I said, I, I I need to sit back and watch this myself with my own eyes at some point. And I'll, I'll happily support. Apparently, it did very well on pay per view for a fifteen dollars show for two hours of just ridiculous comedy. Just, yeah, it seemed like just one big improv show where they were just making fun of uh, wrestling 
Uh, many people on Twitter were like, I was very sports entertained. <laughs> Something happening, is happening on Raw tonight involving real fighting. I don't know. It seemed dumb. I was looking on Twitter before the show. It seems dumb, but... Something else wrestling related, a, a big piece of news I saw this morning. Uh, I was very happy to, 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 to open my phone and I, I saw the same headline three different times. Apparently, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has purchased the XFL out of bankruptcy. <laughs> I guess uh, the, the Rock and uh, I guess some, uh, some, of his other, uh, some of his friends, I guess his, his, his ex-wife slash business partner, and uh, some equity firm, they they bought the XFL out of bankruptcy. Excuse me one second. I'm in the Had to eliminate some ambient background noise. I'm a professional. Hey, Marcelino. Hey, Damon. Thanks for, for jumping on. So The Rock, apparently this morning, purchased the XFL. It, it was about after... Vincent Kennedy McMahon. After 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 the XFL season was ruined by by, by COVID nineteen, and and Vince shut that motherfucker down. He's like, oh no, we're losing, we're bleeding money. Get rid of that, and basically fired everyone, even XFL commissioner Oliver Luck, who was like, wait a minute, I was guaranteed money. I'm not guaranteeing anything. I'm Vincent Kennedy McMahon. None of my contracts are guaranteed. I only care about my money. Yeah, that's... Yeah, any excuse I get to do my Vincent Kennedy McMahon voice, I, w I will take it. So, yeah, Vince, you know, called it quits on XFL, and it was about to go into bankruptcy court, but uh, the people's champion, apparently, I, 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 I'm going to be speculating here. This, there, there's no facts here. This is just pure comedic speculation on my part. I imagine... Vince picked up his phone. I'm sure he has he has Dwayne's number. Of course he has Dwayne's number. You know, he, he Vince picked up the phone. Dwayne, it's Vince. Hey, hey, hey you owe me one, pal. Uh, I'm the one who made you a star. Without Vince McMahon, you you would be a CFL reject. You you'd you'd be selling cars in Miami. Uh, something along those lines, you know. He, Vince must have called in a favor. You know, obviously, Vin, uh, Dwayne is on top of the world. He's the biggest movie star in the world now. You know, he's he's got a little bit of pocket change. He has a little bit of money he can jingle around. And I guess he gathered up some uh, some investors. And then they, they, they plucked the XFL just before it went into bankruptcy court. Which, and then I saw there was other conflicting reports where a lot of the creditors were like, Whoa, oh, well, <laughs> easy joke. <laughs> Many of the creditors were like, whoa, 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 Dwayne Johnson, whoa, what in the blue hell do you think you're doing? Again, it's, it's, it's the comedy writes itself. And yeah, so the creditors are, are opposing this sale because they, they're buying it for $15 million And the, the previous valuation uh, that, or the amount of money that Vince sunk into that endeavor was somewhere close on the 100 to $150 million mark. So there's a lot of people who are owed money. And they're like, well, if Rock's buying it for $15 million, who's going to pay all the debts? You know, I, I, I'm not a bankruptcy lawyer. I'm not a lawyer in any shape or form. But I don't know how many, uh, how many, how how much of that debt old uh, Dwayne's going to assume. Is Dwayne going to pay Oliver Luck's uh, guaranteed contract? 
Well, a lot of these players who were left uh, without a job, a lot of these uh, uh, team executives, I'm sure the city of St. Louis is like, what the hell? We paid, we, we, we bought season tickets because you gave us football that we were, de- uh, that we were so denied. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen, uh, but the, the rock is claiming he's going to bring it on back. Hold up. You have another interruption. H- hang on one second. Apologies, the cat let herself out earlier, and she needed to get let back in. And instead of having fifteen hundred meows in the background of the podcast, I had to take the bullet here and go get her. All right, yeah, no, no, you can't sit on my lap, cat. So yeah, I I, I saw that news this morning. I I just thought it, it was so funny. Yeah, and his ex-wife is a co-owner. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Danny Garcia, his ex-wife, his business, it's his business partner. They, they couldn't hack it in a relationship, but they they can hack it in business apparently. And she has bigger guns than both of us. Yeah, see, Damon, you're, you're no expert either, but if it had gone to back and seen them, the creditors don't get squat, so th- this may be a good thing for some of those creditors. I don't know if all of them will get their money, but hey, uh, as, a, as a person who worked for a company that went bankrupt, Nabby Tablets, yeah, uh, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the company Nabby went to bankruptcy court, Mattel purchased it out of bankruptcy court, and then fired everyone. <laughs> I got fired via email. It was kind of a, uh, it was kind of horrible. <laughs> Again, all, all my coworkers, all my coworkers, like, yay, Mattel bought the company, and I was like, oh, we're fucked. <laughs> Mattel didn't want the employees. Mattel just wanted the tablets, and literally, uh, like, as if I was, uh, like, the prophecy came true. Literally a week later, it was like. Oh, uh, we all got our emails. Oh, your position has been rendered. Uh, 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 ter- your position has been terminated. It's or, or eliminated. It was whatever fancy corporate speak. Yeah. So, damn it, you 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 sued New Century Mortgage for my unpaid vacation time. Hey, there you go. You get the the litigiousness when they went uh, when they went bankrupt. Yeah. See, I, I don't know if there was anything I could have sued Nabby for uh, other than wasting my time. <laughs> I don't think I had any unpaid vacation time or any uh. Outside that they they sent me my final check. I mean they paid me for all my hours. Yeah, and then yeah, Marcelino. Let's hope this isn't like when Vince bought WCW, right? <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. It's just a ridiculousness. Hey, you know Mars. I I'm glad you're on. You know I, I don't know if you saw Mr. JT Polidor is on. Something else that I read before I jumped onto the podcast was uh the. the I don't know if any of you have seen that movie, uh, The Big Short. Uh, uh, I'll explain why this is relevant in a second. Like the the, the guy who's the the basis, one of the, one of the uh, investors in that movie, he, he sees things in the market. Well, apparently, in the last year, this guy Michael Blurry, like the, the guy who's the movie, he's been buying up GameStop stock. I guess he, he controls a giant portfolio, so he plays with other people's money, and it gets paid for it. So he has been buying up uh, GameStop stock. Because he perceives that oh that the, the the stock is undervalued. I guess like, yeah the, the 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 GameStop stock is jack shit right now. It's been plummeting. Yeah, I don't know if uh, Rolando's going to jump on. I'm sure he can tell us all about that as a, as a former GameStop stockholder himself. Uh, but this guy Michael Blurry he he's been buying up 
all, all, all this GameStop stock. Apparently, he, he, he currently controls like 4% or 5% of the company uh, through his, uh, his equity firm. But apparently, he's being proven right. This article I was reading is that, oh, GameStop may seem sh- like they're in shit right now, but when the PS5 and the Xbox Series 1X come out, apparently, they're, they're, they're going to be in, in better shape. And I'm sure you guys are like, well, fuck them. I'm sure Jai and Mars and, and and if any of our other GameStop compatriots jump on today, be like, "Oh, fuck GameStop, fuck them in the ass." I'm like, I, "Yes, I in, in normal circumstances, I'd say yes, fuck them, fuck them all, fuck them all." I, I had three tours of duty that all, that all, yeah, all were not great. But as I always bring up on the show, e- even though they are evil, they, they they are part of the key of keeping physical gaming going. Uh, they, they they do control a significant amount of market share, and then that's what this articles talking about how oh even though we think oh everyone's moving over to digital games yeah that that is as certainly true as far as people buying cell phone games or playing games on their cell phones or uh this resurgence in pc gaming that's been going on where a lot more people are just jumping on steam or are now on the epic games or whatever your launcher is your you know so if you have to play fortnite you gotta have that epic thing uh the, all the numbers show that people are still buying physical games. It's not as uh, cut and dry. Because uh, I guess Sony has been releasing the numbers like, oh, when they, uh, of their game sales, they'll release, oh, what percentage of the games were sold physically and what percentage of the games were sold digitally. And apparently the disparity is not there. Yeah, see, Jai, you heard that. He's seen into the future. Well, everyone else is, is hating GameStop. Everyone else is selling off that GameStop stock and he's just been buying it up at like, you know, pennies on the dollar. And, uh, I, apparently that they may come out okay, which I know we don't like them, but it's unfortunately, as I've learned from my boss and my current job, them being around is good for the industry as a whole. If they, yeah, I've said before, my boss has told me several times, if GameStop goes down, a lot of physical, the ability to get a physical game is going to become very difficult. Also, yeah, you'll say, oh, you can just get it from Amazon, but it becomes a bigger pain in the ass. Then people realize because all of a sudden, because if you haven't noticed already, well, it's kind of tough to go shopping at retail. The, the 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 retail world has changed in regards of buying physical games. Where you know, Walmart used to dedicate 80, 90 feet of the of, of space to video games. Now it's literally down to maybe sixteen, maybe twenty. If it's a small Walmart, they only have four glass cases. Two for Sony, one for Microsoft. One for Nintendo, and that's it. It's a, a lot. Of, I mean, you go to Best uh, Best Buy used to dedicate a corner of the store to gaming. Now they give it three aisles if you're lucky. The 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 the, the physical space has been condensing because a lot of people prefer to buy online. Even a lot of people you think, oh, they're buying digitally online. No, a lot of people are still buying physical. I, I know. I work at a big game distributor, and we still see a shitload of games go out physically uh, via Amazon or whatever other service providers are out there. But yeah, that to bring this back around to GameStop, even though their business practices are incredibly shitty, they are still a big piece of the pie, like of Walmart, like a Target, like a GameStop, or like a, like a, like a Best Buy. People still are not transitioning over completely to digital games. And if you've been following the show, I've been telling you, don't transition into digital games. You lose your rights. The good people like Rantanaka have listened. They're like, hey, watch out. You, you buy digital movies. You buy d- 
digital music. How how often has I? Hey, where'd my shit go? Why isn't it there anymore? Why can't I stream that song anymore? Why can't I watch that movie anymore? A lot like I remember I, I foolishly because th- I foolishly thought this as well. I was like oh cool I don't need to I can I can get rid of a lot of my TV box sets. It's just going to be on Netflix. And then uh, one one of my friends who's uh, who's big in in the uh, physical media. He's a he's a big PR guy as far as home entertainment goes. He goes, don't get rid of your shit. So the rights come up, and go, uh, come and go. You know, as as we've seen recently now with all these brand new streaming services, The Office was on Netflix. It's gonna go away from Netflix soon. It's gonna show up on Peacock, and then only some of the episodes are gonna be available for free. You'll have to sign up for Peacock to watch it all. Friends was on Netflix. Now you have to go sign up for HBO Max. Uh, all these shows are getting snatched up and locked up behind a different paywall. But you know it's not locked down. Your your old physical media. Uh, hang on to your shit, people. I know it's a lot easier just you know, flick on the internet, stream something. I know Jai. I, I'm sure you illegally watch all sorts of things. <clears throat> no, you don't do that any of that stuff. No. Cobra Kai. It was locked up behind. It was locked up behind YouTube. They couldn't. YouTube abandoned their uh, original programming, and now it's on Netflix. Exactly, Damon. Yeah, they, they, if they ever shut down the servers, anything you bought is gone. Right? It's like if you're buying some like, independent movie, poof, gone. I mean, I, I'm sure with Disney, you probably don't have to worry too much with your digital stuff, but you never know. The, the rights could go away. What if they decide to sell off a piece? They, they, they get fed up with dealing with Star Wars fans, and they sell it off to some other movie company. All of a sudden, oh, my, what do you mean my digital purchase doesn't apply anymore? I, I, I can't go watch. My, I, I bought all those digital movies. What? No, it, it, it's on another service, and guess what? They don't care that you bought it somewhere else. They want you to rebuy it from them instead of that DVD or Blu-ray that you have at home. <laughs> Deep Blue C3. Yeah, exactly. See, you could go buy Deep Blue C3 digitally, and then heaven knows if where that movie will end up. It, it, it's insane. It, it, it's insane what's going on with all this stuff. But yeah, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was reading this article about how, how GameStop is, re- is recovering. I, uh, I was a little bit shocked because my boss has been very pessimistic. He wants GameStop to succeed, but he also hates dealing with them. We, we sell games to GameStop as well. It's really weird. They buy our brand new games and they turn them into used games. So this is, this is for, 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 my, for my guys here, Mars and, and Jai. It's, I don't know if you've ever wondered, Mars and Jai, if you've ever wondered about when we get those, 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 those distros, from Texas, hey, the used game. We look at it, this game has never been played. It's it, it's it's still brand new. They probably bought it from my boss. They bought five thousand copies of insert PlayStation Two or insert game uh, GameCube game, and they just took five thousand copies, tore off the friggin' cellophane <laughs> or the shrink wrap, slapped that refurbished sticker on the on the barcode, and sent two copies to every store. Insane. Still happens. We, we I, I just sent off uh, three thousand copies of Lego Harry Potter for Xbox to GameStop the other day. I was like, "Alright, three thousand copies. Let me go grab. Go, let me go grab half a pallet." <laughs> they bought that, and they bought some other. It was like the weirdest purchases. They they bought some weird games, and I was like, "Okay, cool. You do you, Gestapo." <laughs> I guess they they rubbed together a few nickels and bought you know twelve thousand dollars worth of games from us. Go figure. Or more than that. Well, probably more than twelve thousand. I don't see. I didn't see that invoice. That 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 that's outside of my purview. <laughs> I just know. I'm like, oh, 
I know that the the, the, the Shell Corporation that we're selling to, that's GameStop. <laughs> yeah, they don't even buy it as GameStop. They buy it as like another corporation, some other name, which I will not disclose. That way I don't get myself in trouble at work. But some other Shell Corporation buys the game from us. But my boss goes, yeah, that, that's GameStop. <laughs> they're, they're, they, they used to buy all the time, but now they, oh, they only buy once every few months because money's a little tight, but it looks like things are getting better. Yeah, I was like all last year when the whole trying to get themselves sold business and they're in big trouble business. My boss is like, yeah, we're not seeing a word from them for a while. <laughs> it was pretty insane. So let, let's round the corner here. Let's go to a different topic. Now, I, I'm sure, you know, some of you are, you know, not only just nerds, but you're also sports fans like myself. I, I'm not as big of a sports fan as I used to be, but I still... I still keep a, an eye on sports. I still follow a lot of uh, sports reporters on the old Twitter. And uh, I, I saw a couple of... Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mars, back in the old days. Yeah, local crackheads bring games on launch days. No case, of course. Of course, no case. Of course, no case. I always liked the, the thieves that would come by my, my old Rosemead GameStop and bring me brand new uh, movies that, that, that just come out. <laughs> like, all right, cool. We have a, we have a Alien vs Predator now available used. Brand. <laughs> now, as far as the, the, like, I, like I was going, the right now sports is is kind of out of control with the whole pandemic. Man, I've, I've seen a couple like I think last week we talked about how a whole shitload of Florida Marlins players or Miami Marlins, whatever you want to call them nowadays. I'm an old man. I still call them the Florida Marlins. Uh, they they had a bunch of guys get the COVID, get the coronavirus, and infect their team. And apparently it happened again this past weekend to a different team, apparently, the St. Louis Cardinals. I, I'm glad it's all the teams that uh, us Dodger fans don't like. Um, the Cardinals, apparently, a whole bunch of them got the coronavirus, and now those games have to be postponed. And they got to kill the season. I, I don't, Mars, I'm sure, I'm sure, especially you, you're a big baseball guy. I'm sure that, that kills you. And I'm sure some other, or other friends here, it, it, might, it might hurt you, but man... They are not protecting themselves. I mean, the NBA is trying. They're doing their little bubble in Orlando. <laughs> Except for dumbass Lou Williams going to the strip club. Other than that, and then uh, dumbass Dwight Howard not wanting to wear a mask. It seems like they're, 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 they're maintaining themselves. We're not hearing reports of the entire NBA lineups like, Well, uh, the, <laughs> the Orlando Magic can't play today because they all fucking got the virus. <laughs> We're going to cancel their game against the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, well, at least that's they got. They seem to have their shit on lock. I, like I, I mentioned last week, I saw MLS. They they're they're trapped in Orlando. Honestly, why Florida? I mean, Florida. We we talked about this last week. Florida. Why Florida? I don't get it. Isn't that like a hotbed for freaking COVID? I'm, I know. California right now is like number one. So yeah, they, they, they shouldn't come here and play. But Florida? Florida? I This is an echo of last week, but it, it, you can't not say it. Florida. And then something else I've seen in regards to sports, apparently the, the entire, um, I don't want to say the entire, but a, a large coalition of uh, Pac-12. So in college sports, Pac-12 players, I don't know if it's just, this is specifically in regards to college football, they're, they 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 have gone to their chancellors or their athletic directors and they're telling them, nah, motherfuckers, we ain't gonna play. Because <laughs> apparently, uh, the NCAA is like, oh, go ahead and play, guys. 
for uh, the NCAA is like, ah. Yeah, but Marcelino has the Dodger game on as we speak. And these dumbass players that are not following the rules set by MLB. Bunch of idiots going around, hey, let's go out and eat. Let's go not wear masks. I, I know I asked, I asked why Florida. I'm asking why the sports teams went to Florida. I'm not asking why Florida are you so dumb. I'm saying why? Why NBA? Why did you decide to bubble up in Florida? Why don't you bubble up somewhere? There are... 28 other NBA <laughs> arenas that you could bubble up in with plenty of hotel. Uh, well, I guess maybe that was a consideration. There's a bunch of hotels that aren't being used right now. Uh, I, I would say LA, but I, that'd be selfish on my part, but I, I don't know if we'd want a bunch of NBA players over there with all the crackheads in, in downtown LA. I don't know what the crackhead situation is in Orlando. I'm sure meth might be a different story, but I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not an expert on the logistics of what's going on with these sports. I, I think in the, the NHL is doing something similar, but I'm assuming they're somewhere else. Uh, they're doing their, their NHL games in, a, in another bubble. Def, probably, probably not Florida. I'm sure they're bubbling up somewhere in the Northeast. Yeah, Vegas. Yeah, if, if they had done it in Vegas instead of, oh, yeah, they, they could have just played it on the UNLV court. Yeah, heaven knows, but it seems insane. But I'm saying, but all the Pac-12 players are telling their schools and their their, their athletic directors like, nah, we ain't, we're out. <laughs> no, thank you. Because yeah, to, to bring up a oh no, the, the uh, a freaking dead horse sports topic. Yeah, these college players are not getting paid. They're like, oh no, but their 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 education is their payment. No, fuck that shit. <laughs> The, the, all these uh, all these athletic departments they want the they want the college sports to come back so they can get paid. I'm sure the NCAA was pissed when they had to kill March Madness. How many untold billions were lost from them having to cancel the biggest basketball tournament on earth? And they're gonna turn around like, hey, college football? Oh no, we we we, we got we have, we got to let the players play. Like right. And then I'm also seeing some reports of like the the the, the NFL Players Association trying to figure out like. Do we want to try to play in this? <laughs> Clearly, base, some baseball players, as, as as Marcelino was saying, there's a lot of dumbass players like, oh, yeah, we can just play. Who cares if they have it? That, this, that That's happened. And that Florida Marlins uh, game, they, they knew people had it, and they're like, oh, let's just play. It's all right. We're, we're like six feet apart, usually. Except when, you know, you're standing on first, next to the first baseman, you hit a double. You're, you're hanging out with the second baseman. Eh, you're running by. Like, when you're in the batter's box, you're you're less than six feet away from a catcher and a dumbass umpire. <laughs> dumbass blue. He ain't wearing, he's wearing a mask. He's wearing his uh, mask, but he's not wearing a mask. I don't see these guys wearing masks when they're out in the field. <laughs> it's insane. Drive me nuts. Well, I see. So yeah, they should cancel the NCAA. I mean, the, yeah, the 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 legal. I mean, I mean, I might as well say it is the last legal form of slavery because it's all a bunch of white coaches, white athletic directors, and uh, most of the players are black. It's the last form of legalized slavery. I'm, I'm glad the players are standing up and be like, "No, motherfuckers, we don't get paid, and you want us to go out there and you know." Get in a friggin' 22 pile, man pileup. Who knows who has what? And you got 55 guys up and down the sideline. 
standing around. How are 55 people on each side going to be six feet apart on a 100-yard field? Huh? I don't think so. You know, players are going to be like, no, nah, man, I'm going to wear no mask. I already got to wear this helmet. I already got to wear, wear my cleats. I got to wear these tight-ass shorts. Hell no, nah, I ain't wearing no mask. Half of them probably think, oh, man, I'm strong. I'm strong, you know? I don't care if I get the Rona. It, this is just a bad situation. <laughs> I, I know America like feels like it, they, they need the distraction of sports. I mean, we, we've lost going to the movie theater. <laughs> we've lost a lot of stuff. <laughs> traveling by bus. Or, that's right. Traveling by bus or plane. At least with the, with the bubble, they're like, oh, everyone's there. Everyone's sequestered. I mean, not the bubble is better, but I mean, I, I know some, some, of my, some of my basketball loving friends are like thankful that we have something. A couple of my, my super hardcore Laker fan friends are like, yay, basketball. Because I got tired of watching uh, re- repeats on on ESPN Classic. Well, shit, I, I bet all of ESPN has been ESPN Classic for the last few months up until recently. Yeah, pray for the bubble. <laughs> Hope they're able to maintain the bubble. But yeah, the college sport, yeah, these college sports, they don't want to let the kids back in school, but hey, let's send the players out. Why? Because they need the money. See, all right, here's a great comment by Jai. People are so desperate for any kind of normalcy and or entertainment. They're willing to do and sacrifice anything. Get it? Yeah. And uh, the, these uh, rich athletic directors are more than happy to sacrifice their black men. I mean, their players. Go out and play the great sport of American football. And Because uh, uh, they're used to seeing their boys. Go out there. Go out there, boy. Go out there. Go hit that other man. Go hit that other color ball. It's still it's institutionalized racism. You know what I'm talking about. I'm exhausted, so I'm just getting wild now. Yeah, it's just people want the world to be back to normal, but we're not gonna be normal anytime soon. It still sucks out there. Friggin'. I'm wondering if all these movie houses are going to survive the freaking the next year. Uh, there's people online. They should just release all those movies on digital, like 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 that Mulan or Black Widow or Tenet or all, all these movies that people were anticipating. Uh, they're they're not coming out, and some stuff is coming out digital. But I'm sure all these movie studios and all these movie houses are like, no, please wait, no. That, that, that industry is, like, crumbling. I mean, drive-in theaters are reopening. Uh, uh, an acquaintance of mine, I guess, his band, they, they played at a drive-in. They, they put a stage in the middle and just surrounded it with cars. I, I think just that, like Jai said, people are just so desperate to just do something. But we, we can't just, just because we don't want to be bored doesn't mean we should put everyone in danger. That, that, that's the, uh, the big annoyance in my book with, with, with all this that's going on. Yeah, it's like, my, my wife still trips out. Uh, my, my wife, went, we, we, we were out and about yesterday because we couldn't stay inside this hot-ass house. And she, she went into a uh, Yum Yum Donuts because my wife, she, she's been home with the, with the baby. She really hasn't gone out and seen what the pandemic world is, you know. She's been, you know, she got her ass kicked. She's been getting, we're, we're getting our ass kicked by the baby, but she's been home with the kid. And she walked into Yum Yum Donuts and she's like, it's like a bank in there now. I'm like, I, I've been telling you why. Like, I, I've been describing it to her. 
but that, that was one of the first times she's actually seen what I've been telling her. I'm like, yeah, the seven goddamn eleven looks like a bank now. It's like glass everywhere. You can't get your own Slurpee or whatever. All, all this craziness uh, wherever you go. Every supermarket has freaking there's plexiglass everywhere now. And this is uh, this is what we got to do to protect ourselves and each other. I know some, there's some wackos out there that thinks it's all of the, oh, it's just a hoax. It's a democratic hoax. And to that, I say block. <laughs> just uh, On Twitter now, it's just like, if, if I get into it with, with some Russian bot or some crazy person, I'm like, I, I ain't got time for you. I'm 40 years old. I ain't got no time to be dealing with this nonsense. <laughs> I, I'm all for listening to, I, I'm all for having a, an intelligent discussion. But if someone is just straight up being a shithead... <laughs> Oh, see, there you go. Another great quote there from Jai T. Polidor. I'm going to read aloud for, for the mic here. It's literally become easy to tell who has never been grounded or told no during this pandemic. Right? You get to see you get to see the, the privilege come out in people. I, I, I think that that's the big thing. Like, all these people who are mad that they can't go to a restaurant, they, 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 they want to get served. <laughs> they, they want people of color to serve them. That's what they want. They, they want. they want their polite waitress has to do what they say to bring them some extra tea and a few more lemons they don't like being at home having to do it themselves all these privileged people they want the lower class to serve them and that's why they're so pissed and that's why give us back our bars give us back our restaurants give us back our ability to be racist without being secretly racist oh what dre dre you just i'm getting wild i'm not sorry I gotta say, I gotta say what it is. It, it, yeah, it's uh, a, a lot of my my service industry friends. I, I, I've been saying it on their posts. I'm like, yeah, it's like these people want to be served. They hate to have to cook for themselves. They want someone to cook for them, and they're used to it on a regular basis. You know, something. Like, I like to go out and eat, but then like I like to go out and get something I can't make myself. I'm not gonna sit here and and smoke some ribs for 15 hours, but. We know what I don't do. I don't disrespect the people who ser- who who serve me. <laughs> Marcelino, sorry, Dodgers lost. And I threw my phone. Discuss. I I don't blame you. You you are, uh, you still have that passion for the blue Mars. That that I, I respect that. I, I I've lost my passion for most of my sports teams because uh, I I can't dedicate my, that much emotion anymore. <laughs> I, I I can't do it. I don't I don't have it in me to 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 to. to, to to allow after the, the after the last World Series, the uh, Dodgers lost. I, I I can't I can't do it anymore. I I can't I can't just be angry out of something that's out of my out of my control. I don't know if that's just me exhaustion or or, or, or maturity. You, you can take your pick. <laughs> but man, that it, there's a lot of shit going on in the world, and you know like it it's, it it creeps into the show every so often. Because uh, you know, normally the show is just about, all right. Let's talk about some nerdy shit. And, but bleed blue till you die. That's right, Mars. You bleed blue till you die. <laughs> like the meme says, why people had to eat their own food for two months and rioted. Ha! <laughs> Man, if I had to eat white people food for two months, woosah. Uh, I enjoy mayonnaise on occasion, but good lord, mayonnaise on white bread, <laughs> tur- chicken with no with no spices. 
a hot dog with only mustard on it. <laughs> Liberties. <laughs> my, my right to to oppress uh, to, and yell at some poor minimum wage server has been taken from me and I need it back. We, we, we've got, we got to keep our shit locked down and then maybe we can get back to normal. The rest of the world is getting back to normal. We, we've become a shithole country. I saw a chart of countries where Americans are welcome. There's only a couple of countries where we're welcome. <laughs> and I think that something like it's welcome with restrictions. <laughs> All right. It's, uh, I know I started the show late, but I'm still going to have to end at the same regular time because there's a baby to take care of. I'm sure my wife is outside right now waiting for me to stop yapping my mouth so she can come inside and not feel like she's disrupting the show because I can hear my son outside. Pasta when you don't salt the water. <laughs> it's true. Why people food? It's the, hate to say it. Hate to say it. I feel like it in, in the Rapper's Delight. Talking about some white people food. <laughs> Don't worry, baby butter. We still friends. James, you're going to notification for so late. Facebook is broken, bro. Facebook is broken. That's all I can say. Facebook is, is terrible at this. Our YouTube page has been updated. Classic episodes are up. Current, uh, we are, we're up to date with current episodes. Old ass episodes. The, the, the first two episodes of the multiverse comic show are now available to watch. If you want to go back, yeah, Europe has a travel ban against us. If you want to go back and see me and Pete Molini and our comic book show and talk about comics from two years ago or three years ago, that is available now on our YouTube page. Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast on YouTube. Go check out our Streets of Rage coverage on YouTube. Uh, uh, getting more views than anything else I've ever done. So more Streets of Rage videos are coming uh, when I can do them during my lunchtime at work. Uh, follow us. Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, if you're not on Facebook right now watching me live, uh, at DreGP Podcast. That works on Instagram. That works on Twitter. I'm been I have, I'm still ridiculous on Twitter. I Check it out. It's fun. Black Twitter is awesome. I love being on Black Twitter. <laughs> uh, that's where most of my timeline, I, I keep getting notifications from that. It's hilarious. I love it. Don't, don't be a milk drinker. <laughs> That's a phrase for a person who likes white women. <laughs> I've learned so much. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Uh, our Patreon. Hey, if you want to be a patron. Dollar a month. Helps support the show. Helps me buy more equipment. And helps me eventually buy games to give away on the show. We're, we'll, we'll do that eventually. Once the, once the Patreon pays for the show completely, then... All the excess money goes into, let's give this money away back. We'll give back to the people. Thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. We'll catch you guys again uh, next week, but there's going to be videos going up. I'm doing them. I'm more consistent now. We're doing the thing. Things are going up. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Audio, it's off now. Bye, audio people.